works. Hello. Hello. Did it work? Yeah, it did. It's amazing. Lovely. What a start. What a start. <laughs> what a start. Right, so we can actually we can actually say this is the first video podcast that we've that we've done or doing. Oh yes, uh, we didn't make it clear, did we? But last recording, we tried it, but it didn't work. Yeah, um, we'll be we, honest with you. <laughs> we we did some little bit of uh, editing to magically mm. pretend it never happened. <laughs> it was it was a bit embarrassing, wasn't it? We literally were like, oh my god, the first Zoom podcast. Whoa, guys, this is. We really sick. hyped it up as well. He <laughs> <laughs> was just like, no, not By good, the way, mate. Uh, am I meant to be recording on Audacity? I mean, you can if you want. It doesn't really. Um, uh, I've just started that now, so we might not have that bit if, <laughs> if anything corrupts. No, don't matter, mate. It's fine. Oh, what's, this is good. Well, this, I mean, it, this records everything, so... Oh, cool. Like, it, like, I, think, I think what I noticed, when we record Audacity, it's a bit... The quality's better. Mm-hmm. But now that, now that we're doing a Zoom podcast as well, we've got the audio on that which, as well, which isn't that bad. We're covering all bases, mate. That's what we all love. Uh, I mean, talking of covering all bases, mate. Have you been, have you been blown away at all? Oh, mate. <laughs> so I've just been shopping, and now it's Storm Franklin, and I didn't know about yeah, Storm what is, Franklin. Who, sorry, who's giving it? Who gets these names? Who gets no to make idea. the decision? I saw a tweet this morning. It was like struggled to sleep last night because my back doors were being blown in by Franklin. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, she obviously hashtagged Franklin and I clicked it and I was like, oh, the storm's upgraded its name. So like, it, it, I, I, I know it goes through the alphabet, but I didn't realize how quickly it goes through. It goes like, through the I alphabet. Thought, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm sure that's true. I might be wrong, but like, obviously you had Eunice and now we've got Franklin. So like, it like, yeah. Yeah, it like they obviously name it each time a storm's coming, but I was I was just so confused by it, and I was doing the shopping this morning, and I was just like, <laughs> honestly, mate, there's lamp posts that have been blown down, all the signs, the road signs in my area are on the floor. Really it's mad. Yeah, yeah. That Trees is... have come down. That's what I've seen a lot of on Twitter, like people posting like these like hundred over hundred year old trees just gone, mm. like completely on the floor. Like I, I think that's incredible. Because it's kind yeah. of like, you then you realise like, oh, this actually doesn't happen very often at all for like, because nah. if this if this had happened, you know, how many, 10 years ago, like this, you would have seen all these trees go, but obviously they've been able to withstand every storm that's kind of come its way until now. Because I feel like there was a good storm during lockdown. I feel like there was like a big windy day because I felt like in my memories on my phone, I had some videos of it. Of like yeah. stuff being blown about um, and that. But like this one's like made news, which is like quite it's quite significant. Yeah, I mean I was <laughs> I was calling it Storm Eunice before. <laughs> Cause I, I've never really heard that name. Storm Eunice? D nice. <laughs> Storm Eunice. <laughs> it's uh Eunice. If I hear one more goddamn <laughs> <laughs> for, for reference, that's uh Key and Peel. Uh if, if if you don't know who that is, but if you don't know, go go search Key and Peel. I was about amazing. to say Kevin and Perry, but that's the UK <laughs> duo, isn't it? Kevin and Perry. <laughs> Big guilt. Big guilt. Mate, I was going to, I've got a few things to bring to the old table. Um, no worries. While you do that, I'm just going to pour water into my 
See, now it's a video podcast. People yeah, now we, understand. We can see you pouring water out of a kettle. And you're going to hear it because I've put it near the mic. Like, ooh. Ooh. How does that sound? It sounds <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> so I woke up and immediately showered and went shopping. So I'm shattered. Like all, I'm, all, all the shushes. Shower, shopping, yeah. shattered. Enjoy yeah. that. And um, so I'm having my second glass of water. In a, no, is, that, is, that is that a Stella Artois? It's a Stella glass. pint. pint. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know them from back in the day at uni. Oh, Radio. yeah. Stella. So, um, yeah, you're really going to have to steer the ship today, mate. Mate, that's all right. <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like you're the one that's always steering the ship. I'm just there going, hey, mate, how are you doing? And then you just get on with it. <laughs> I've got some stuff for the end. There you go. Enjoy yeah, yeah. Never, yeah, I'm really say about the Instagram thing, wouldn't it? That sounds quite Ooh. interesting. Um, no, mate, I, yeah, so I've did a, uh, my voiceover reel on Friday, which of course was the day of um, Storm Eunice. So, oh, yeah, so you had to travel in it. Yeah, I mean, luckily, luckily I was, I was at my girlfriend Molly's um, place. And so I could just get a bus. But on that day, like so many trains were just obviously cancelled and yeah. you know it was it was pretty mad but like the buses were fine i mean i got there it was in brixton so it wasn't too far from where she lives um and yeah mate i stepped outside when i was waiting for the bus like i couldn't because of where the wind was coming from i couldn't face where the bus was coming from because of because the wind was coming that way so i had to be like i had to like turn facing the way the bus was going whilst it was coming this way just so i could like because it was like raining. It was horrible, man. It was like sideways rain, basically, wasn't it? Sideways rain. I couldn't even, like when I was crossing the road to get to the, the studio, I was just like, I was actually, being, I was like, this is actually mad. Like it's, it was so, oh, so strong. And like, yeah, crazy, man. Crazy. But um, yeah, the voiceover thing went well. I've not done voiceovers before. So it was like a, a different experience for sure. Um mm. The, the way it kind of worked was it was two hours and you had the first hour was with this um this lady which i can't remember what her name is um and she kind of went through the scripts that i've been sent um and she yeah was kind of going like yeah no no like sort of like hearing my voice and stuff um which was kind of it was a bit intense because it was like she was like right do you want to read the adidas one um in your own time i was like oh it, it makes oh, you proper audition it, it, it's sort of i don't know it makes you question like oh shit can i even read english yeah yeah you go like, through it's a, everything it's a very it's like simple basics, task it? yeah mm. it's, it's like yeah but it went well and like it was nice to hear those because it was basically her and this other guy called adam who was like he was like the end the sort of um like editing engineer um cool. so he came in we'd selected sort of like five or six scripts. And then the second hour we went into the actual booth and it kind of worked where I was in this booth and through the like glass, I could see them too watching this massive screen, which has like my audio waves when I speak. Um, so they're like sat listening and like, it's cool. Tell Cause they me, can switch. Did you get any photos? No, man. I, I, I want, I wanted to, but I was like, I'm a bit, I'm a bit like, I don't know. I was so in the zone. Yeah, and you're in the deep end of it. Like you've never done it before, and you're doing yeah. it like it's like top tier professional editing studio you're in. So yeah, yeah. I was a bit, I was a bit like in awe. I was like, oh shit, this is like 
you know, this is it. This is this is how they do it, you know. And it was it was a bit in, not intense, but they they were kind of and to be honest, they did say they would do this, but they like they were quite critical, but in a in a good way, in a sense of like they'd be like, okay, now that was good, but can you can you not slow it down? Can you just make it a bit more um a bit lighter? So I'd do it again. And they go, yeah, can we can we just go back to the top and just do the first line? Okay. Uh, now, can we just go back to the end, the last line? A bit, a bit slower. Like it's just like it was like constant sort of. Wow. Yeah. And then it's, did what did they just mesh that together and then? I think they because so the way it would work is I would they whatever script it was say it was the Adidas one that I did I would read that for for like one take um, if I could get through it all uh, and then they would then go right okay it's good but can you normally so for the adidas one they wanted me to be way more like um like like i was trying to get someone to go to the army for example oh, okay because i think it was something like we've been fed a, we've all been fed a lie we thought working hard was enough but what is enough <laughs> is creativity it's like it was very like that but like it was interesting so like okay that makes sense and he was like actually can you he's like can you um clench your fists and put it next to your temples and read it and do it again. So it made me be like what, creativity, we, like God, a bit more. Da, da, da. That's yeah. amazing. I was wow. like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was, so now it was, I'm starting to picture when you see like voice actors doing stuff for like, I don't know, the like animations or like Rick and Morty or whatever, you see them in the studio and they really like, they give themselves enough room to act around the mic. And now yeah. it makes more sense why, because they're obviously getting even just emotion out of your voice. That's so, so good. It makes yeah, and it makes sense, man. Like, I think you have to put that much. You probably have to put even more energy than you would if you were acting. Like, if someone could see you on screen, um, mm. or see you in in, in like a, a play or anything. Um, and and what was really interesting, um, which I, it's not in, it is interesting, but it was kind of like, oh god, I got to really be, um, paying attention because they basically said if you make a mistake, just stop. And then go back to where you want to go from. Don't don't go. Unleash your cri- fuck. Um, unleash your like you you can't really you because can't, you like, come out. Yeah, because they said no. You could have a really good take of that line and if you've gone. Unleash your cri- fuck. Um, they can't edit that. Whether you unleash, yeah. unleash your unleash your creative. Like if you just go back and have a pause. I was like, okay. So that was, that was a bit like getting used to it because I'll say I'm so bad for doing it like when we're on stage and stuff and like rehearsing. Yeah, and, and, like, sorry and like guys. self-tapes and rehearsal, you're like, oh, for fuck, sorry, guys, let's go again. Like yeah. and with a self-tape, it's constant. Like everyone's outtakes is them just swearing at themselves. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. But, mate, I thought it went really well. Like they... Such a cool experience, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it definitely... It definitely um, was a good advert for me to be like, yeah, I definitely want to go into this industry as well as theatre. Um, but they they were really happy with me. They said, like, they said I got a really good voice for voiceovers and they thought that I was good to work with and I took direction really well from what they were giving because they said normally we give people probably more criticism and they get a bit overwhelmed because they're like, oh, shit, I'm not even doing it right. Like, I'm, mm. I'm getting it. I, I can't even speak. Should I be um, doing this sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. Should I? Is this the right industry? Yeah. Like, mm. but it was it was really nice to hear from two you no know, people who hear this all the time. Do it to, daily. 
Yeah, and for them to say, oh, yeah, you got, you know, because they, they basically, they got this agency who they're with, um, who are really good, actually. Um, and they were saying, like, I don't, they don't think they've got a voice like mine on their book. So definitely when this reel comes out, put it, no, send it out to them as well as other ones. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Here we go, lad. Yeah, Let's man. Do it. But we'll see. It was, it was just, it was really fun. It was a fun, like, experience and I was just like this is just sick like I've always wanted to be like professional kind of in a professional studio doing this I was like this is pretty mm. this is some people this is what's mad this is some people's lives like they literally just do voiceover some people and like they make money yeah if, if you're in the right if you're in the right zone mate, it's it's pretty you know but it'd be like, interesting um, to hear it though we hear it back it's even just a good advert like I had a dream last night that I thought, this is weird I had a dream last <laughs> night that we all did an advert and oh, wow. um, <laughs> yeah i don't know what it, that's all i can remember and i remember i had to go in and so there's a thing called um uh i want to say it's it might be adr but i might be wrong where you have to like go back in and record your voice again because you muffled a line or oh uh, yes yeah yeah, yeah. I, know, I know i know i think it's um, adr i might do be it, completely wrong it's, it's when like if you've if you've done like uh, a series on tv and they missed mm. like slightly where they make you go back and do the they voiceover. You go, you're like watching everyone and you're going Delilla, as soon as it comes <laughs> up. Like, you're it's saying like... the line. Obviously not because that's not a line. It's like <laughs> so tight. <laughs> it's like but, the, um, the, rever- the reverse of lip syncing, basically. Yeah. Just like, oh. yeah. And um, it's quite interesting. Like I had a little dream about that. And uh, I remember turning to you and going, Cody, you're going to make bank in this. Like you're going to make money. <laughs> So I want, my, my jealousy comes obviously it's not about that as well it's also about <laughs> the love of it but yeah making that pee making that pee mate yeah no dream. no it was really fun man um yeah, yeah it was I'm just it was mad it. the reason why i mentioned that storm was because we actually had to stop sometimes because we'd be like mid-recording and then adam the sort of engineer would, we would stop it and go sorry that i can i can just hear like bins falling like outside and like we're in like a soundproof. Yeah, nothing like, can booth. go out of that room, but the fact that it's coming in. You can hear like, it was like, boom, boom, boom. It was like, I don't want to take any risks of like, you know, I want to make sure there's nothing. Because I could feel, it was weird. I could feel like mm. the bins. <laughs> I can feel the bins. <laughs> it was a bit like, what the hell is that? I can, can feel the bins. <laughs> The, the the slightly less glamorous uh, version <laughs> hairspray medway edition medway edition <laughs> i've been taking your um suggestion actually um i've been listening to um my new football club um it's by, so good isn't it it's by david so and joe wilkinson yeah mate it's it's sick it is have i you- guess they have on there a class as well yeah well i've only i mean i've only just started I, i've only got to which episode just got past them talking about Bristol Rovers. Um, mm-hmm. for, so for anyone who doesn't know, um, yeah, these, these two actors called Joe, Joe Wilkinson and uh, David Earl, they've got this podcast called um, My New Football Club. And basically it's about David Earl, who I think, is he, is he moved to Devon or has he always yeah. lived there? Yeah, so he's, he's yeah, moved to... I think it was at the start of Chatterbix he moved. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so he's, he's he moved down there, and he basically was like, "I've got three football teams that 
I'd like to support that are local teams. And he, he's gone for Exeter City. So it's kind of just a podcast of him. I think he's got like a half season ticket at the moment. He's, yeah, he's getting one. Yeah. He's, I think he's he, like, by the time, yeah, because you're catching up, he's got one at the moment. If yeah. You know what I mean, like he yeah, bought yeah, it for yeah. the, left, the second half of the season. <laughs> yeah. He, and he, he's basically just documenting his like experience going to the get. It's just really funny hearing because because the fact that we've both gone to like proper local um, games, like hearing what he's saying about like, <laughs> like going alone to a football match. Like I feel that so heavily. Yeah, I um, bet you do. That's what I was trying to say to you. I was like, you've got so much relatability because I've got the, I'm lucky I get to go with people like I know around here. But, yeah. yeah. It's it's, um, it's difficult, man. Cause it's like, I could go with my house. My housemates are always busy. So it's difficult to find time to go to like Dulwich or whatever. But like, so for example, I watched Arsenal um, on Saturday um, and yeah, I went on my own. Um, oh, you went on time. your own? I thought you went with your brother. No, he he wanted to come, but I just think I didn't think it aligned properly. Um, Timed out. And, and the trains were probably messed up anyway, if he tried. That's um, true. But yeah, I just went on my own. Um, tw- 26 pounds to sit in the corner. Unbelievable. You're quite close. Yeah, man. I mean, quite I, I, close. I mean, now that we've got video format, I'll put a little video over this. <laughs> You're going to edit this. Of I didn't where... know if I was editing this one or you were, but no, yeah, I'll that's it, cool. Man. Oh, sweet. It. it gives you something to do on the train. <laughs> yeah, it gives me something to do, mate. You're, you, you're too busy, mate. You've got, you got so much stuff on your hands. Like... Too, too many jobs. <laughs> too, many, too many jobs. Um, yeah, and like, I was just listening to the podcast and he was asking, is it all right to go on your own to a football game? <laughs> and like when he had, when he had, oh, I can't remember the uh, comedian. Is it Ellis? Um, Ellis James? Yeah, Ellis James, when he came on and was talking about his, uh, his support for Swansea. Um, and like, Ellis James, yeah. Talk, he was talking about, he was like, yeah, well, he's like, mate, if you go on your own, um, you're just going to have to look at the program for, 30 minutes on your own. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like but it was just like it was so like oh yeah I, I feel that I mean I try and like when I go to Arsenal get I've been to a few on my own mm. it's it's quite fine because you always because it's always packed you're always next to someone and you can chat someone about the game and like like yeah. yes like the other day when um when Saka scored to make it 2-0 um I I was, I was just hugging this guy. This guy hugged me. It's like 50 year old man. He was like, we were just chatting about the game. Then he gave me a hug. And I was oh. like, it was like, this is mad. I mean, mate, we had the, honestly, I wish I'm a bit weird with like, I don't want to film like actual play. Like, if it's like a corner or something. I'll just like, I'll film them coming over to the corner to take it. But I don't like trying to film for a goal. Yeah. I want, I want to see the goal. You want to see the goal. Yeah. And I like, agree. mate, I was on the, the end that I was at, I saw both goals like so well. Like, so they, they were shooting to, to, I was like where the corner of the goal was and both goal, both goals went to the corner that I was behind basically. Oh, perfect. So I could see, I was behind the keeper basically diving for both. Oh mate, it was sick. And it, so obviously sick. That, that, what I love is that, and you would have obviously definitely witnessed it being there is that feeling of everyone sort of crouch sitting as the goal's about to come in. Like, do you know what I yeah. mean? As the ball's coming towards you, like everyone's crouch sitting and then it's, everyone gets up. Honestly, man. It's, it's <laughs> with Arsenal, they've got, um, it's a bit weird. I was looking around like, cause not everyone sits down. They've got, I think it's, if you're sat more in the middle of the like pitch, 
like more central. I think they're all mm. sat down. But I think it's when you get more behind the goal, it then everyone's mm. just stood up the whole game. Like, I think I was stood up the whole game. My legs were hurting, man. <laughs> you're just like, it's like your leg starts twitching. You're like, oh, shit. Which, you, I mean, you'll know from bloody Maidstone. Um, <laughs> but it was just like, mate, I just, I just love it. I love it. Like, and it's just, I was watching the goal back this morning. And obviously it's nothing like when you're in the ground, but you just still hear it when, you know, they're going through, they're going through, they're going through, they take the shot and everything goes tiny bit quiet. And then everyone gets, it's, it's that oh, little bit of quiet so before, good. before it goes in, mate. It is, that is, I don't know. That is, that's honestly why I understand why people go to football games. Like it just, mm. you know, it, it, some people are going through rough shit at the moment. And for them going to watch for those 90 minutes, especially if there's a goal, they are like not thinking about any of their worries or they're just, they're just in a community with people supporting the same, um, you know, same club, same, same thing. It's just amazing, man. I love it. I can imagine losing isn't as bad if you're there. Does that make sense? Cause I haven't mm. seen that many live football games, truth be told, other than playing in them when I was younger, yeah. Sunday league. Boom. But like, <laughs> um, I can imagine if you're at that Arsenal game and we lost, but we, you saw and put up a fight. And because you're seeing it in person, even if on TV, it doesn't look like Arsenal putting in the effort or whatever. In person, it always does, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Like, I, I feel like obviously it'll be gutting. And if you're having a bad time at the moment, seeing your team lose just adds to that. But I think it almost lessen the impact because you're like, you're there, you're surrounded by everyone and you realise the impact it's having on everyone's lives. It's yeah, so man. good. It's we, just I like, mean, we've always said we love sport, but this, yeah, that feeling can't be beaten, can it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, I, I really, I've really worked out now, like it, it, it does depend where you're sat as well. Like this mm -hmm. view was cool because I, I was quite strategic with this because Arsenal normally, they, in their second half, they, they kick towards the, 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 um, the North Bank stand, which is where I was sat. And normally, you would most goals come in the second half. So I was like, mm. oh, surely I'm going to get some goals in this half. Cause it was nil nil at half time. I was like, yes. Secretly, I was like, yes. Got to be like, something. Even if it's a loss, there's something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I came back. And also, I was, because when I watched, I watched them against Crystal Palace about three months ago, four months ago. And I was in the toilet and I was late coming out and I missed, it wasn't an Arsenal goal, but I missed a Palace goal. And I was like, I just hate missing goals. So I was like, I'm not mm. doing that this time. I'm going to go to the toilet make sure I'm back like two minutes before I'm so happy because like Smith Rowe literally scored like two minutes after the break like straight oh away and like, there's people That's people amazing. next to me missed it yeah it's sick oh, mate. oh I, I wish I was there man I'm gutted mate, we, we're getting, very jealous because you're aren't you going to you're going to is it Brighton I'm going to Arsenal Leicester in Arsenal March. Leicester man I really, I I really want to watch that, that game that is the same week that Maidstone Dulwich is <laughs> that's a lot of football <laughs> that's a lot of football and I'm meant to be working <laughs> mate I I was looking at tickets for that game like I think I think at the moment the cheapest is like it's like 70 quid because it, because my, bro but, my brother's bought it for my birthday so unlucky mate <laughs> do, you know, do, you know do you know where you're sat for it I, he, all I said because I told him about where you were sitting he was like you're going to be up in the gods mate and I was like that's fine because when you watch football you're in the gods because you're watching from that that camera that's up there so it'll be the same experience just be surrounded by people also when you're there it is a lot closer than you think mm. i think when people when you're watching it on tv you're like oh it looks kind of far but like wherever well, like i've ants, sat don't they 
It's it like looks little small. FIFA, FIFA ants. That's what I describe it <laughs> FIFA as. Ants we'll playing FIFA. <laughs> I used to change the camera settings on FIFA, so it was a lot closer. <laughs> yeah, no, I would say like the broad, the, the tele broadcast viewer is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think, mate, you're gonna love it. I, also, what a game to go to. I think, I think the reason why that's more expensive is because it's like a category B game, maybe. I think, I think, I think yeah, it goes A B C. Yeah, and. I mean, we should win that game, really. Like, Leicester haven't been great. Leicester haven't been amazing. Although, who was it yesterday? So, we're recording this on Monday the 21st. Was it yesterday? Were Leeds playing yesterday and did they score an absolute belter? They played against Man United, yeah. I didn't actually see the goals, to be honest. Mate, Um, some of the goals, I think it was that game, were incredible. Like, yeah. it's It's ignited a love to just watch it whenever I can. Like it's so nice. I I, I can't really... wait to have like to be able to buy this guy's sports package and just be able to catch it as much as possible. But obviously, it's not it's not worth it right now. Mate, I mean, it's one of those things though. It's it's really addictive when you can get to the games because mm. part of me when I was when I was like wanting to go to these games, I was always like, oh, you know, I don't want to watch like the category C games against like Brentford or Brighton or whatever, and it's like. It doesn't. It honestly doesn't matter if you can get to a game, especially for, especially for twenty six pound. Like what we like. Come on, that 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 was the same price as my day out to Maidstone. What <laughs> you spent to go see Arsenal? I think <laughs> I think overall, including travel, is probably thirty max. All, all in thirty pound because it's just like, and to be where I was as well. That's why I'm always on the site. Like, come on, who's going to put their ticket on? That's how I got the ticket. Was People put it on this thing called ticket. I think it's like resale. Mm. So they, they, I think it's like members who've got tickets, but they want to just, they want to see if they can get their money back from what they, what they bought. And people always do it. It's like 60,000 bloody seats in there. Mm. Um, but mate, honestly, just, just a great experience. And that's why I, was, I brought up the podcast, um, the My New Football Club, because it's just like, you listen to that and yeah, you just realize everything is, you know, it, it's just, it's what we've all missed, those kind of live events, going to those live events, meeting people, sharing the same yeah, team. I think he sort of mentions it, doesn't he? Because David Earl and Chatterbix was always saying, like, it's really weird when people have started to get back on trains and stuff. Because he's like, yeah. obviously with COVID, he's like, that's so strange that everyone wants to be like in a confined spot. But now he's going to football matches. I think it's quite funny. Like the, his experience of it is really interesting. I didn't know that they were both like, no, especially... Um, Joe, I didn't know they were like big football fans, like big or, or at fan. least into it. Yeah, yeah no, Jilly. That's why Jilly and Joe mate. on Twitter. Yeah, that's why it's so yeah, sick that's for what you. I'm thinking. If we keep doing this, if we keep mentioning it, we might get a guest spot on their pod. Guest spot. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like they're taking anyone at this point. Like they're like, come on, <laughs> we'll just get these two random blokes going on on Zoom. Oh. Brilliant. Killing him, Jills. Yeah, that's so sick. Because he, it was right what he said. He said, um, you know, Gillingham is the is the football club of Kent. It's Kent's football club, basically. Yeah, yeah I was like, that's true. Like, you yeah, because like you try and think of another one that's as notable. as big as them. Yeah, you you can't. But they've um, been like second tier football like for quite a lot of their history. You know, they've had some decent big. like people roll through their squad. They really have. And that's what's nice about um, David Earl because he obviously he's doing all the research as well because he wants to know everything. And he tells you what sort of club Exeter is. And then they interview the manager in one of the episodes. 
And oh, he explains really? exactly what the club is and what makes them different to normal clubs because they have to do certain processes because they're completely like from the top down. They run differently to every other club in the league, which I think is quite interesting. Like it, it, the the financial situation is different. The the reason they always have young people in the squad. Like, yeah, it's, it's good. Definitely worth a listen. I like how our podcast, half of it is just us suggesting other people. Yeah. Like people to just go and listen to other shit. <laughs> We, we we just give advertisement for free, basically. So I know. So <laughs> we so sad. I mean, speaking of I'm things to, that aren't trying to buy a house. Is that <laughs> what I was going to say? Trying to buy a house that ain't that ain't gonna be free. Bloody <laughs> more like three hundred thousand pounds. Um, so sad. <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was going to say. Um, speaking of free, or speaking of things that aren't free, um, Valentine's Day um oh yeah what, how how was it was it so i always i mean, don't need to go into too much detail if we're you know i don't want <laughs> you know i mean i don't i'm not gonna listen back to this and go oh shit I'm, i i made that sound like it was really bad when it was actually nice um oh, i had it, a lovely time so did you yeah i oh did i well i assume well you told me you did <laughs> no i we did, didn't I go did. together this yeah, just can we be oh. clear <laughs> yeah you were sat on the opposite you were sat on the opposite table to me weren't you Oh, me and Molly walking. So oh, what's how are you? <laughs> Hello, mate. We doing? Hi, guys. How you doing? I thought you were. I thought you were going. Oh, is this local for you? Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine I travelled all the way up to London just to just, spend just Valentine's to... with you two. Sorry, mate. You're sat in our seat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought. No, I'd there's <laughs> <laughs> only room for two mate um, <laughs> I was going to say because it is it's it's a cool little I think we brought up Valentine's before I think maybe like our second episode maybe mm-hmm. um, way back in the day um, but it's always like I do feel like it's a very over overly pressurised time I don't know a lot of people call it like the Hallmark holiday don't they is Hallmark mm. the one that make cards like, um, do you know what I mean? Yes, it's like more, a, expensive one. So, yeah, it's like a business mindset holiday because obviously people can make money from selling chocolates, cards, or whatever, flowers. But at the same time, I, I, I agree with them. It is kind of like a holiday. You're like, come on. Like, do we have to specify a day to do this? But it does sort of, on the flip side of that, it, it pushes people to go on a date. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's yeah. quite nice. It kind of like forces you, not forces you, but like encourages you to do it because sometimes you can't find the time to do that. Like, for example, yeah. me and Amber, we haven't been able to find time for ages to be able to just go, let's go grab a meal out. Whereas this kind of pushed us to do it, which was nice. Um, not that yeah, we need yeah. the encouragement. Amber, if you're watching, I didn't need the encouragement to take you out. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now you're on video. So we're seeing oh, all God. the facial expressions and everything. <laughs> Yeah, I've realised that as well. By the way, side note, I've been drinking water on my right and then coffee on my left the whole podcast. So, like, it's literally been bang. Every like, time I'm not speaking, I'm drinking. You're just drinking, <laughs> bloody... God. Well, at least you're staying hydrated, you know? I mean, you're going to be pissing yeah. like no business in a minute. <laughs> Making the trees that have fallen down outside jealous. Just, just, <laughs> just jealous. <laughs> no, but you're right, though, man. Like, it's... It is a good way to encourage people that don't get a chance to, you know, especially this year. I think this was the first Valentine's that felt semi, you know, like normal mm. again. Yeah. Like we've been able to go out and, and like, it wasn't as difficult to book places. It felt a bit, 
that felt normal going, you know, going where we got, where we went to. How, how was the place that you went to? Was it nice? There was a good, like, was it like a drinks, was it more drinks kind of based or was it just like a really nice pub kind of like um, restaurant kind of place? I think it's a mixture. I've always thought it was a cocktail bar. Mm. But they're really nice, amazing. man. The, the picture yeah, the, looks amazing. They, it's like, it's called the Herbalist and there's like, like vines and all the leaves and stuff, you know, like those really cool restaurants that obviously are good it's, for their it's decoration. Cute. It's cute. And it's it? cute. And like, yeah, we just, I, I took her there because I was like, right, I drive and I don't really drink. So I was like, I'll, I'll, you know, treat you, pay for the evening, get some cocktails in. Um, but it ended up being a full on restaurant. So I was like, all right. We'll eat. <laughs> and, um, but the food was banging, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay. And then there's me going, oh. <laughs> but no, it was really good. I, we had a good time. Um, and it, it, like I say, it was just nice to be out and not have any thought go anywhere, but like just chilling with yeah. Amber, which was nice. And I, I, obviously I knew where you guys were going. Bloody hell, yeah. that looked good. I looked yeah, at some the... of the photos on Google of the, the food that they do. And I was like, oh, <laughs> It, it, it was a little bit um, imposter syndrome, I think. Like the. <laughs> oh, I back. So I know my, my, my like, sorry, I'm charging my toothbrush and it fell over. So I thought I'd pick it up. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, if you listen to this, you won't be able to see that. Uh, so I, yeah, it was the Oxo Tower on in South Bank. And um, yeah, it was a little bit, you know, should I be here? Like, mm. You know, you come in, they take your coat, hang it up. Very. Wow. Yeah. Very like that. Very. Do you um, want to know the difference? I took a bag of clothes that I'd worn that day to work. And obviously I got changed in the toilets before I met Amber. <laughs> and it was in an Aldi shopping bag and I put it next to my chair. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's hidden, you know, under the table. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> you went, oh yes, you could take my coat. Mate, they wow. took it off me. They're like, um, can we can we take your coat, sir? Wow, okay. they like asked for it. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, no, you can't, mate. I mean, it was it was I think it was bad weather that day. because we, we went on a Sunday, the day before mm-hmm. Valentine's was you went on a, was it a Friday or Saturday? A Friday, yeah. Yeah. Which I quite liked. I thought we did quite well in that in that sort of sense because like it makes the actual Valentine's Day, maybe a bit less, like I say, a, a, a little bit less um, stressful. And like, you've got mm. to do everything. I think it's got to be on the 14th. Like, do you know what I mean? Whereas we were kind mm. of like, we'll do these meals like a bit before and just like have some oh. like nice time, you know? I got this on Valentine's. Actually, well, I've been drinking from it the whole time. It's, um, song? song? it's a Spotify mug. So you scan it and it plays, it plays the song that's on the thing. It's 3D Feelings by Alfie Templeman. Oh, I love that there kind of go. stuff, mate. That's yeah, it. That's so sick. Nice present because I use it. It's not yeah. just like... This is the thing, in it? You want presents that are just, you know, it doesn't have to be For glamorous. Example, mine ended up being the food and the drink at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Useful. <laughs> Useful. <laughs> mate, what did you... um? You said you had something on Instagram or something. Yes. Well, before we go there, I wanted to ask, because you did harken back to the beginning of this podcast, you spoke about obviously doing the voiceover stuff. Now, obviously, you've now had two years of experience having to edit your own audio and obviously add sounds, sound effects, bleeping, all of that stuff. I know it's like not 
not to a level that someone would go and study it, but you know, you're self-taught doing that as yeah. am I hopefully. Um, but when you were there, were you doing the whole, you know how like sometimes we'd have to tell Joe to come up on the mic and like back <laughs> off off the mic <laughs> and stuff. Were you aware of that yourself and were you moving or was, was it they had full control to the point where they could drop you down so you didn't really have to move? Do you know what I mean? They, no, they, they did say they were like, you need to be ideally four fingers, four fingers width away from the mic. Um, and that, this had a, it, is that it, universal or is that just for their mic? Do you uh, it sounded quite universal to me. Because I'm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, never, never mind, mate. But we're, we're doing a podcast. We can, we can talk here if you want, and all can hear me. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think it. I think it was kind of like a bit of a rule. Like it's a good gauge to be that far away. Cool. Um, and they were. They said to me a few times to like be to to make sure I'm just so I'm like center because it was difficult. Cause like it was one of those mics that was like, you know, it hangs over you know, like with, with proper pop shield and all that, but it was difficult cause you're having to, they had a bit of blue tack um, on this like wall in front of you where you could stick the, sh- the script. And it's a bit mad cause you're like, you're trying to be this close, but you're also looking and trying to read. And obviously I wasn't, at, I was like more like this angle, like straight on, but mm. the pop shield was quite big. Like it was quite a large, like our mics we're using, they're quite small. Whereas this one was, a, it t- takes up quite a lot of your, um, your view so I had to sort of keep fiddling with the script to make sure it was high enough so I could see it but also that I was in the right position um, yeah man four, four fingers is what they said for the, for the mic but also <clears throat> also when I was doing one that was about uh, what was it about uh, it was about Magnum Mayan ice cream um, sorry Magnum Lovely. Mayan Mystica ice cream um, so, so they wanted me to be obviously a lot not deeper, but just it said right. Now I want you to talk of this. Just make sure it's all really relaxed and mm. just be in there. Like Magnum main, Magnum main ice cream. It was like it was very like just get in there because I, I didn't want to be. It's hard because you, you want to be like this. You want to be like Magnum main ice cream. Get it to the, <laughs> that's not that's not me. That's not me, is it? That's just me <laughs> pretending to be a voice. That was great. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like Magnum main ice cream three packs. Goodbye. Yeah. Good. <laughs> no, it's sick. Oh no, man, it sick. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I'm glad. I want, I want you to go on it, Matt. You've got a good voice for like a lot of stuff like that. You can do it. You got no quite a range. Wants, yeah, but no one wants to hear me go. Oi, look, mate, go buy some ice cream. They bro. do. They do. <laughs> they do want to hear you do that. They, they, like we're in this. That's what they were saying. That like, we're in the era, even more so now. Like where, you know, if they want someone from. I know Kent. They're going to get someone from Kent. They're not going to go. Oh, Cody, can you put on like a Kent accent? Yeah. Because what's the point? Yeah. And they 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 want people who they can just. A lot of the time, they get people from um, you no know, cooperative kind of in- institutions or businesses where they're going. Oh, can we get a voiceover? That's just. It sounds like we're just picking them off the street. Mm. Which is you know that's that means they just want you to be you and not going Lloyd's TSB. Get your bank now. Like it's not. You know, because I'm, I am from the streets. So, from the streets, <laughs> mate. 
from the streets bro brilliant yeah no i know what you're saying yeah they like rather than have you do an impression of a scottish person they'll go get a scottish person do you know what i mean yeah and that's what i didn't because because i told him this my first time ever doing voiceovers really like properly like this they, they couldn't they were like quite shocked about that i think they thought i'd mm. done a few more but i said maybe it's because i've done podcasts and it's, it's helped us be know how to i don't know manipulate the microphone yeah because we did we did maybe one or two workshops at uni on it, but you didn't do any at RAM either, did you? No. And yeah, what I was saying about where we went at uni, like they were cool, but I did feel like they came in going, right, pick your favorite advert and do it. Like I remember doing the old spice. Look mm. at your man, not back at me. And I, I literally did it as him. And they were like, great. Yeah. And it's like, but it obviously isn't great. Cause that's not me. Is it? I'm just putting on a yeah, voice. You're doing the thing. Yeah. I mean, it is a good impression that you do. <laughs> I also, by the way, speaking of impressions, my brother sent me the, um, they're eating her and they're going to eat me. And I promised him that you would try and I promised him you would do the, oh my God. So if you could just get into character, Cody, and uh, do the, (laughs) if you want to watch it, it's fine. Put it on the screen, more editing. (laughs) I'm have to go back from the mic for this. That's okay. They're eating her. And they're going to eat me. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what was great. I don't know if that was for the audience, but for me, because you backed up so far, it muted you for a little bit. So it was like, oh, my my God. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Very good. I love that impression. There there you go. Who requested that? Dan. Uh, Ryan did, yeah. Oh, Ryan, Ryan yeah. did. Yeah. Well, Ryan he was like, I'm going to have to pleasure. ask him next time I see him. And I was like, ah, I will do one better. We'll get it permanently recorded and put on Permanent Spotify and wherever else you get your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Forever on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say, it's too early for that shit, man. Bloody metal. Right. Um, yeah, what was up. it? Instagram. So, yeah, so I've got a video to show you of like... It made me laugh, and then it's going to spark a story of from when I was in the panto. But you know, like the thrill seekers, the ones that, like, I mean, for example, I mean, I know it was with Red Bull, but I think it was Felix that jumped out of space. So they took him up in like a massive hot air balloon, didn't they? And he jumped oh, out, yes, and landed yes, on yes, Earth. Yes. Biggest moment ever. You know, I'm sure he'll top it one day, but for him at that point, that's like, this is the biggest thing I've ever done. Whoa. So like, you know, when you see all the people that are like doing tricks out of airplanes before they pull a parachute and stuff, I'm always amazed by that because they're probably going, right, I'm going to do like a triple flip and catch myself in the air to then pull a shoot. That And to me, because I've never done it and probably won't be doing any flips if I ever <laughs> did a skydive, but that would be that it just amazes me. Yeah. So man. there's a video, it was viral and I picked up on the wrong part of the video. So he, there's a guy, he's hanging off of the edge of a platform and I'm, I don't know if it's a massive hot air balloon, like a really one that's really high up or he's in, or he's in a plane. I can't, I think it's a hot air balloon from what I remember, but he's, he's holding on and he goes, right, you're recording and then counts himself down and let's go and just falls to the earth and obviously then pulls his parachute and stuff. But when you watch it, I'm going to, I'm going to see if you pick it up. I'm going to send it to you on Instagram. Yep. And there's a thing he does in the countdown. There you go. I've, I've given you a big hint that just 
it, I, was, I was literally gutted for him because obviously this video was going to go viral. Just watch it. Right. And then I don't know what you want. That is great video. Okay. The, uh, the wink. Why is he winking? No, the wink's a bit weird, but listen to the way he says one. <laughs> oh, he bucked up there. Right, Three, gonna, do you want me two, do you want to play it into the one. mic just so everyone else can hear it? <laughs> so I mean, I mean, again, I can just screen record it and put it on. All right, cool. Maybe I didn't, I'll, 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 I didn't want to give you so much editing, but good. I'll, I'll play it anyway. Uh, so I'm very sorry. You can probably hear. <laughs> so I've had to put up with well we're gonna, end, we're gonna have to end the podcast in, in these last eight minutes with uh with this sound but yeah oh, wonderful so i've had to be put been putting up with uh builders next door and how long they, has that been going on for now probably only like two weeks maybe but they got th- three months left three months three months <laughs> yeah they're doing mate they're building a fucking loft like above they've been like another like above like the second story they're building oh. another level i can are see these, it now are, are they building it themselves or have they hired a company to come in and build it do you know what so, i mean so i think someone's bought the house next to us right. and they've they're like let's sort some shit out let's let's, let's do it which is what my so house they've needs. got money they have got money then they've got some money that's a three-month job that's going to cost so much money and they've they've already did downstairs. They've already knocked through the wall because um, they got the, the kitchens downstairs, and they've basically made like an open what's it called like an, like an open walkway where you can just go out yeah. instead of having to go out the door on the side. You just it just double double um, door which open straight away. Um, but yeah, they I was Matt, I was really scared because of the storms. They got all this mm-hmm. scaffolding next to me. I was like, and it's above oh. you now. I was like, yeah, I, I genuinely was fearing that. I was like, is this going to fall through? Because as you can hear, ceiling's not really that thick. So <laughs> if it's falling, I better not be here. I was like, should I take my laptop? Like, what do I do? Yeah. Or any safe belongings, take them out. Oh, God. Yeah. Because you saw all those videos of the scaffolding falling down. And like, there's that video, I think it's in London of like half of half of a roof has been built. And obviously yeah, the rest yeah. of it is scaffolding and it's just flapping in the wind. That's mad. And then it caves in right at the end. There was a church in Somerset. Their steeple fell over like in hot fuzz. I, I couldn't believe that was real. I was like, that, is that actually legit happened? And it, it literally looks like someone's photoshopped the top, doesn't it? Cut it and then it just it's going tips boom. down. Mad. Yeah. And obviously the O2 arena is like ripped I, I was going to say about that. But the, the O2 just ripping. But someone said, I, I saw on Twitter, someone put a picture saying everyone's, every boy's, had panics like this or something. <laughs> Every boy is, <laughs> has got a pair of underwear like this. <laughs> it's like ripped it's, from like the elastic. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so true. So the reason I showed you that video, by the way, is because I've got a little tale of one of the last shows in Panto. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you, like it, it might have done in Hex. But at the end of the run, um, everyone had like a rhyming couplet that they did to sort of... Um, say thanks for coming to watch, especially during these times, finish the story up and then also invite them to come back again for the next one next year. And my one, I think, 
was as a village we rallied and proved we're defiant right that was my line and i went in one of the last shows as a village we rallied and proved we're defiant <laughs> right and it's meant to like go rhyming couple it's meant to everyone's just meant to jump on the back of each other and the entire cast broke down and just started laughing that, pointing that sent going, them off oh my yeah, god yeah. I mean, it was good because then the audience joined in and stuff but yeah oh mate so one of the fully flipped voice cracks yeah and it's just because like obviously end of a probably a three-show day you're just knackered and it's just oh, thanks yeah. for coming oh just, guys at that point everyone's probably like delirious and just mm. like like it's probably the stage when anything's funny yeah oh yeah but... oh definitely yeah <laughs> it, i didn't know if that had ever happened to you because like i know we'd always joke about voice cracks on here and at uni or whatever but yeah that was a it was a low point i mean <laughs> <laughs> nah mate you've not i mean did you ever stack it when you were doing panto yes ah same yeah i've done i've stacked it yeah there was one i fell i had to run across to the other side of the stage and just flew onto my bum just fully like not meant to be part of it at all um was that in hex that you fell over no it was in uh my first show gypsy not not, not in the very first show of that but God, in gypsy it was because we were tapping and the floor was very like quite slippy mm. i can't even remember i i think i just i literally just fell on my bum like full on whoop, from doing a tap routine so everyone was just like pissing because it was kind of like if you had if you hadn't fell, fallen on the floor you were doing really well because i think most people eyes were on you like <laughs> most people had fallen over i think i was i think i was like one of like three people left out of like the eight Ooh. ensemble and like yeah and because in that theater in manchester it's so the audience are so close it's a bit exposing you kind of like you know you know when you go wrong if you're in there. <laughs> everyone can see it yeah, oh, yeah, it was, you know, but I, I voice crack why I don't really like to, because I've not really done many, like, I haven't really done any solo stuff really. Um, like I had, I, well, I did in Gypsy, I had lines and stuff, and same with Hex, I didn't crack a nose, but like Hairspray, there was definitely no, well, Gypsy definitely was when we we're singing an ensemble. <laughs> I just like my voice was just, you know. If you had a drink the night before, it's uh, it's not the Go one. On. That was a learning curve. When to drink and not to not to drink. <laughs> I was sober for the whole of Panto. It was really depressing. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. I mean, mate, if you're being a lead, mate, I've never done that. Being a lead in a show, like you've got to take yourself seriously. But you know? also, the hairspray songs they are they are high, like yeah, they are constant and they are high, and you're dancing as well, so you're already like gonna be tired oh man i know i won't mind saying like there was bits where i was like miming for like for bits mm. that were like if we've done like if we've done seven out of eight shows and it's like you're trying to get there there's bits where you're like hmm there is 30 of us on stage maybe i could just not sing that word and let the girls do it <laughs> or something i don't well, know I, I <laughs> but also it's because you've got to use your reserves to give the best that you can so if it meant dropping out of a line to be able to i don't know hit a better dance move you're going to do it. Do you know what I mean? You've got to do whatever you can to like give them the best product at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I, mean, I voice cracked at the end of the show because made them all laugh. Do you know what I mean? What was the, what was the word? Prove. Proved. Proved. <laughs> I'm sure it was unproved. Maybe it's just the plosive, you know, that P set you off. Proved. Yeah, like, like Potter, but instead it was proved. Harry Potter. 
<laughs> Imagine, I'd love that. I'd watch them again and again and again. <laughs> Mate, right, bloody hell. You got anything else to bring to the old table? I have. It's another thing I saved on Instagram and I'm sending it to you and I want your instant reaction. And obviously this means another edit. You're going to have to put the photo up on on the older image, on the old video. But here we go. And then I'll describe it to the audience after. You seeing that? Out of... Well, I mean, I'll put the picture up. I won't bother showing it to you, but... No worries. So out of all... You read it. Do you want to read it? No, you, you go, you go. Out of all the evil shit, parasites do stealing a fish's tongue and taking its place is one of the creepiest yeah is that what that is a massive parasite that's a parasite inside the fish's tongue so to describe to the audio listeners um basically obviously there's parasites all over the world um that do different shit to animals and humans when they can take over certain parts of your body right so Mm. i know that i think there's some out there that can like change the thought process of an, an animal that they've infected to like basically feed whatever the parasite wants rather than what the animal wants takes yeah. over basically. And that's how they then spread and create more parasites. So this one literally, I, I think it describes how it does it. It might do. Um, oh, mate, that so, is honestly, wow. Yeah. Uh, they float around the ocean waiting for a host fish to get within range at which time the isopods attach themselves to the gill arches of the fish. So obviously where they're breathing. So no matter what, they're like breathing and then all of a sudden the parasite is going to come in. Yeah. Once attached, the oldest of the bunch will switch sexes to female and begin to grow much larger. Her oh. eyes will get smaller and her legs will grow longer. Once the transformation is complete, it's time to move to the tongue. Upon her arrival, the parasitic isopod clamps down and cuts off the blood supply to the fish's liquor, causing it to atrophy or atrophy and fall off due to the lack of circulation. The remaining stump is all the parasite needs as it takes the place of the fish's tongue permanently. So the fish loses its tongue and then doesn't have control over its feeding because the parasite's now got it. How wow. fucking crazy is that? That's I mental. I can't remember that's real life. It sounds like something out of like a game. It does, doesn't it? It was like some sort of alien film. Yeah. That's crazy. It looks and like that an shit's alien. in the ocean. Yeah, it does look like an ocean. I was just, I, I, Joe Rogan posted it on his Instagram months ago and I just was like, I need to show Cody that. <laughs> it just that creeps is... me out. It's so weird, isn't it? Oh, it's ridiculous, man. I don't, I don't know. It's amazing that it can change sexes. Is that, is that what you said? You can go from like male yeah, so to female. I, like, wow. I think they're all born male and then they attach. And then I guess one of them goes female moves in wow mad i just it freaks me out imagining that i, I know there's like horror stories of when people are like in a river and then a parasite goes in the pp like there's so many different oh, scary things out there shit. and like I, one day we're going to talk about aliens and shit i know we are because i keep talking about them but the fact that all of that shit's just in the ocean or in a river or just like bacteria on a tree that's fucking crazy that there's yeah, so man. much out there that I never knew about. Like, there's so much stuff we don't know about. It just blows my mind. Mate, I just we'll do a, we'll do a def- we'll definitely do a dedicated podcast to that because that shit really interests me. It's so it's so mm. mind blowing. Oh, I know this is on the pod, but I want another podcast. I want you to teach me about North Korea. <laughs> me, me, to te- me to teach you about it. What, what, yeah, because 
Because you I know like, about went it. through a phase in lockdown of watching loads of their documentaries and stuff. Like, oh, about yeah, this, true. Yeah. So, true. and I, I got around to watching like maybe one or two, but I, I, I yeah, I feel like there's just a lot to unpick there <laughs> and discuss. Maybe not. Maybe, okay. <laughs> bad idea <laughs> no no we might we might do I'll, I'll i'll try and keep it very within the whatever the laws i'm no, talking about north korea are but i don't know yeah they, they, they haven't they got in trouble i mean they haven't got internet anyway do they so i mean <laughs> i don't know uh anyway um, what an end to the podcast <laughs> uh I, I do want to apologize for the listener if you've uh, been hearing drilling i can't control mm. the drilling but uh you know, lasted 52 minutes before that happened. So that's um, pretty good going, mate. I yeah. mean, I, I didn't builders. really hear it until you pointed it out. So, yeah. Um, hopefully, next time we won't be uh, interrupt- interrupted. <laughs> and hopefully, I'm a bit more awake. It's taken me like an hour to become energized <laughs> mate but now but at least now you are ready for work in uh in oh, approximately yeah. probably three hours. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Well, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Um, we appreciate your support as always. We love it that you guys take your time, take your, take the hour out of your day to listen to us, uh, us imbeciles. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, but thank you once again, and uh, we'll speak to you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>